I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, don't apologize. That. <laughs> we, we got the Marvin the Martian voice from Josh. And seriously, I, my year is made. Nerd on. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need but you deserve, and where all levels of nerd are welcome. We out here. Oh, God. We are out here. Sometimes you gotta be you and let people do them. Whatever that means. Today we break down the sequel we didn't need but deserve. We are talking about Space Jam, A New Legacy. Which you I want a jam! I'm oh, sorry. Is Not that... this one, man. Oh. Not this one. Uh, Try 25 years ago. Okay. Which is actually kind of cool. 25 years. Hey, Quad City DJs are on both soundtracks. I'd like to <laughs> I, I, Thank you for that. I love infos for that. So before we get into the housekeeping, let's introduce the host. My name is Josh. Oh, I'm Tom. And we are joined by Neil, but we will introduce him more in just a bit. Yeah. We're going to do the housekeeping first. Yeah, I'm good with that. I like housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun perks. Mike, you get bonus episodes that nobody else hears. You get early access to these episodes. You get access to the poll mm. for the Guess That Grump section of mm. our show. You get uh, what we call the Nerd On Nudge on our other weekly show, the Nerd On Update. And you get access mm. to... Secret channels on our super public Discord server. <laughs> super public, but this is secret. <laughs> but these channels are just for you and other Nerd On Nation members to talk to us and other members. It's a fun time. Sometimes we tell the nation things that the public doesn't know. What? I know. The public does know about me. I just tell them more often. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But this episode is also... Sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host this show, Nerd on the Podcast, our other weekly show, The Nerd on Update, and our sister show, The Capeless Crusaders. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Check it out. And I got to do this. I got to do it. It's the ad triangle. There it is. That's the penny that we get from these ads. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, oh, you, 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 if you, you've been keeping up with the nerd on <laughs> chronology, the timeline of our show. The timeline. <laughs> exactly. You know. This is canon. Yes. Uh, the official timeline. Yes. A new, a new character, a new hero has been introduced and I just want to tell y'all it's something that I'm super excited about because support for Nerd on the Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the biz in the men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Can we get that product box oh, out yeah, here? Yeah, we can. Show that sexiness. I, I would totally show beautiful the, the draws that I'm wearing right now because they sent us a, a nice little care package. <laughs> Tom and I somehow lined up our underwear choice because we're both wearing Manscaped yes. underwear, which is super comfortable. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Oh, you heard that right. The 4.0 
uh, join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NERDON, N-E-R-D-O-N, at manscaped.com. Mm. I'm, I'm, I, I just love it. I, I, I'm so glad that I upgraded my 3.0 to the 4.0 because this, this looks a lot nicer. The other one's a little, little eggplanty, and I still like using it. Um, but now I got new new hotness, baby. You know, old busted, new hotness. New hotness. <laughs> and, of course, an honorable shout out to our other friends, Odyssey and Body Audio and Apogee. That is the housekeeping. Let us get on to this jam oh, of an episode. This is my jam. I'm glad. And then we can have Neil join in on all the fun. Uh, so for the listeners, something that you may not know and something I might have forgotten. We had Neil on a couple, like, was it a year? Oh, no, it wasn't Almost ago. a year ago. Almost a year ago. Because it was like, during the pandemic. Well, I, we're still kind of in the pandemic, but it just feels like that summer and this summer is the exact same time. So d- it was just one long <laughs> summer. It, yeah, it's 500 days of summer. Welcome to fall 2020. Um, <laughs> exactly. So so Neil is a friend of the show, um, and and I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up, I didn't know he was going to be on this episode. <laughs> and then he hit Surprise. me up was, like, was like, is this still happening? I'm like, uh, uh, let me check with everyone. I need an adult. <laughs> yes. But Neil is a, is a, a longtime partner, collaborator, storyboard. Um, wonderful Dope writer, up. actor, producer, friend, lover. Can't All confirm. of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffer. <laughs> wow. And uh, he went there. Yeah. Uh, also, he he loves getting into the nerdy stuff. He's got absolutely D for Disney. D is for Disney. D is for Disney dot com. And what is that? D is for Disney.com is the place for all your Disney news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to hear me, go to. Go to <laughs> That's <me>. right. <laughs> If you're sick of listening to Tom, <laughs> go read it on my blog. <laughs> well, if you want to be happy, then go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Neil. That's right. That's right. So it's a it's a website with news and stuff. You got social media stuff for that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So you was can there follow... a podcast or there is going to be? The po- there was a podcast, and it's occasionally updated. It's I, most of my focus is on the the website and on social oh, okay. media. So you because the two it. things are a lot, no matter what. Like they're, they're a lot. <laughs> Seriously, it's a whole lot. But yeah, social wise, it's at Diaz for Disney underscore. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and then just diazfordisney.com is the website. Nice, yeah. and you just report on all things Disney, all things Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and are occasional you the, Nat Geo. You're the the main and only, or are there many uh, contributors to this website? It is only me. I do occasionally hire people. Oh, okay. To help with some of the writing, but cool. Cool, 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 overall, cool, cool. yeah, it's just me. Because yeah. you a writer boy too. It, I'm it, a writer boy. It covers hey. a lot of stuff, like stuff that goes on the parks, the productions of films, even like merchandise. Sometimes. Yeah, Damn. definitely. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Anything that comes out that's noteworthy, that's in the Walt Disney Company, you know, the Disneyverse. You the House of it. Mouse. The House of Mouse. Yes. <laughs> Anything House of Mouse that's noteworthy, uh, I try to cover. So. So. So you like Disney? Um, a little bit. Okay, cool. A little I'm bit. glad we're here sure. covering a Disney movie. <laughs> that, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. No, I, I will tell you, uh, one of the biggest search engine uh, drivers of traffic recently for ideasfordisney.com is, uh, is Space Jam on Disney+. Plus. 
And, I love it. And the answer to that question uh, for your listeners is no. No, no. Space Jam is not on Disney+, Plus, nor will it ever be. <laughs> what? The serververse isn't part of the MCU? <laughs> the serververse is not part of the MCU yet. Oh, God. <laughs> that is... D is for um, Disney.com. That's right. <laughs> um, Answering all the most important questions. Yeah. Without further ado, though, we'll move on to our next two segments. I'm really glad to have, it's kind of fun bringing in uh, friends and guests onto the show and being part of the show New in the sense. Yeah, exactly. You'd be kind of like thrown through the uh, acclimation, assimilation, gauntlet, you know, process. So our next two segments for those who uh, listen to the show or brand new. Um, we're going to act, uh, do a part where it actually references the end of the episode, where we're going to go around uh, the table and guess who's going to have the lowest score for the episode, which is called Guess That Gr- Gr- Man, Man, it's really different when other, when other people don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, everyone else jumps into it. So it's Come called- on and guess. <laughs> You're going to guess the crumb. Is that how it worked? That was solid. Uh, that was great. That uh, was great. That was great. Julie, that was perfect. Um, so Guess That Grump is the segment of our show where guess we are going to go around and uh, guess who's going to have the lowest score from one out of five. No matter how high the number is, the lowest one will be the grump for the week. Um, since I always explain, and I never mess that up. No, nope. And, I'm never and you never one. have to just like no. pick it up on the spot. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to guess first. And I'm going to guess out of the three of us here today, who's going to have the lowest score mm-hmm. for this episode mm-hmm. is going to be... Josh, don't don't smile at me, Neil. <laughs> I just I was sure you're gonna say me. <laughs> well, you like you love Disney doesn't mean you hate Warner Brothers. No, I love Warner Brothers. Well, d- 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 <laughs> we're the guessing part. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, this is a funny thing with three people. It's like it's just born ultimatum. Who who are you gonna pick, Josh? <laughs> uh, Josh just gave Neil a nice little head 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 smack up. Just a quick way. Uh, <laughs> Tom. Oh, like that was hard. It's so, so weird. Like it's just like when it when there's multiple people, you can be like, oh, I have three people you have to options. choose from. You, you have options. options, but when exactly. it's two of your friends, you're like, who? And one of them's a guest. I know. I don't. Can you pick, pick the guest? guest? That's oh, right. You can't pick, pick yourself. <laughs> oh, you can't. You cannot pick yourself. Oh, I was yeah. gonna pick me. Nope. Just to round it out. Nope. nope. Oh man. <laughs> Okay. You, you wanted to be a Spider-Man meme? You, you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Don Cheadle. <laughs> no, he got paid. What are you talking about? <laughs> when I saw this, I went, at least I didn't piss off Don Cheadle today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would never want to. I piss put off. on pants and I didn't piss off Don Cheadle. Uh it's a who, good day. who's your guess? I have to guess. Yes, you have to guess, please. My official guess is Don Cheadle. It has to be one of us. <laughs> All right, you have to all, guess. Right, all right, I'm going to guess Tom. All right, two for Tom. Okay, now, this is the part that Corey usually takes over, um, because if you're listening, then you- He sent in his score. Oh, okay. Um, if uh, So so Corey, uh, I don't know who the F he guessed, but for our listeners, if you want to get involved and you're like, oh my God, you guys have to pick Neil in your ears yelling I don't know at- him, but he just shouts grump. Yeah, and it's like, even if Caitlin was here, you should have still picked Caitlin. Um, you get to be part of these uh, Guess That Grump segments and being part of our Patreon polls. And you get to be uh, announced at the very end, give a little shout out, and you become that Guess That Gator Grumper uh, Space Gam Game Winning Goon Squad Having Guesser. Yeah, you can stop. Yep. I improvise. Watch. Watch. Send me the Oscar. So, right now with our polls... Uh, the votes are in, and uh, 
between so so things changed at the beginning of the day where uh the people who were on the 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 the, the poll was Tom, Josh and Corey. Um and Neil was not part of it. But uh the 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 polls the way that it is right now Neil it's Corey. Corey is the the grump, but the runner up since for the episode for the people who are here, it's me. It's, it's you. Okay. It's so I was gonna say I can also just take it on. No, take on the Corey grump. Vibes. <laughs> you'll be the Corey. You'll be the Corey. Okay, <laughs> That's cool. Right. Uh, so uh, that now with that we're going to the complete spoiler of this segment. Without spoiling the episode, we're gonna do our initial reactions and our first impressions of the movie. Are we so, gonna do a uh, brief synopsis and uh, production? Will. That's after this. Oh, that is true. <laughs> You're right. We've been doing this show for almost four years. Almost 400 episodes. We're good. Um, so, uh, without spoilers, Neil, you're the guest. What are your Ooh. thoughts? You're in like a little five sentence. Well, I, first of all, I really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I should also point out that I watched both Space Jams back to back. Oh, wow. So, okay. I watched the 1996 version and then immediately watched the 2020 Did you version. do HBO Max or did you go to theater? HBO Max. Okay. Because I wanted to watch them literally. Oh, okay. Like a like a three hour movie. And it was really interesting because I, as we just pointed out, I, I actually do love Warner Brothers and I love the Warner Brothers properties. So some people might have seen it as potentially a giant advertisement for a lot of their properties. I loved being able to sort of travel from world to world. Um, so again, without spoiling anything, um, I really enjoyed it and I loved the intersectionality of the different universes. That's lovely. That's like the (laughs) nicest I've ever heard a brief synopsis. Yeah. Josh? (laughs) (laughs) I actually saw this in the theaters. Oh, which Um, one? Oh, nice. It was a regal up here by by me. It's our favorite theater. Mm. It's a kickback. A lot of kids, Mm. a lot of kids in Mm. there. Uh, was a little nervous because it was a little rum- rambunctious with, before the movie was starting, and then they quieted it down. I was like, "Go you, parents!" Um, and it was a little bit of a roller coaster for me. There were some moments where I was like, "Yeah, they did that," and then there were point- points where I was like, "Yeah, they did that." Um, <laughs> it's all but, in the inflection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the experience of it was a little bit of a roller. Coaster, but I think as a whole, I I did enjoy it. I watched it a couple of times, so I kind of get the the feel of it. I like to go into these episodes a little bit prepared, mm-hmm. you know. Before um, we used to record our episodes on a Thursday, I think, or when we record them. We I mean, to... they were still Sundays, but it was like when we were normally movies. Kids come out in theaters, mm-hmm. like <laughs> that's just the normal expectation. So we'd have to like watch the movie sometime between Thursday and well. Well, technically, you could see it Sunday morning. But... Well, I think we used to record them like the week after. Oh yeah, back in the day, way back in Proto Nerd On, where it was like the vanilla. Like Corey and I would go watch a movie like four times before actually be doing an episode. So like, felt very like prepared. Now that we record them like on the box office weekend, it's like kind of tough. Um, that being said, um, I'll do my initial yeah, reactions. Do it, um, I absolutely love the original Space Jam. But by golly, that movie doesn't mean anything. Um, it's lovely. It's enjoyable. But I don't think it has a lot of... What, what's the... It's kind of like, what? what's the point at the end of it? Um, this movie kind of had a what's the point. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. And so it's interesting again. It's like a, a theme. Yeah. And maybe mm-hmm. it's because I'm getting older. I'm just like, you know, uh, putting my um, hands into like the creative field of like writing and all that stuff. So I'm seeing like... 
the the parts. I'm seeing like, okay, this is setting up for that. This is setting up for that. This is setting up for this. Okay, cool. This is the arc that the characters are going to go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, watching this film though, like I I uh, I said it on Twitter. I was like, this is the movie we definitely deserve in the IP war, um, in a sense, because we have the Wreck It Ralphs and we had the Ready Player One, and I was like, and this was just their version of that, and it's like. I enjoy that this film actually like poked fun at that fact, and um, it, you know, it it seems like there's a lot of good parts that really look good on paper, but I'm like, ah. and then I could just see some of the reshoot stuff happening there, and so I was kind of like left. I was like, oh man, I'm wa- I'm watching the movie, I'm seeing so much of the movie, and I'm not, and it's kind of like putting me in a weird vibage. But overall, like, I was really, in, I was really happy that like I was in a theater with families. And they were absolutely yeah. loving it. And that made me be like, yeah, you know, like it's, you know, kind of the theme. Remember fun? I was like, yeah, you know, remember fun? fun? So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I had a, I had a, I had a whole time. I had a time. <laughs> I had a whole time. <laughs> um, but now, cool. So now that, that kind of gets, uh, the, the, the listeners a, a little bit of what our numbers might be at the very end. Yes. We'll move on to our next two segments, our brief synopsis and our production. Yes. Brief synopsis will be brought to you by me. Superstar LeBron James and his young son Dom get trapped in digital space by a rogue AI. To get home safely, LeBron teams up with Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and the rest of the Looney Tunes gang for a high-stakes basketball game against the AI's digitized champions of the court, a powered-up roster called the Goon Squad. That's it? That's it. Oh, good. Well, and now we'll do the production. So, this film is distributed by... Warner Brothers, you know, best known for Whoa. The Hobbit okay. and <laughs> Inception wow. and it. Uh, it's a kind of an inside joke, Neil. I, I do all the things that they were like, oh, well, why didn't you mention like Batman and Superman? And all that? Got it, got it, got so, it. He uh, does the deep cuts sometimes. I, I was going like... to say none of those so far have been mentioned <laughs> yeah. in, <laughs> in the movie. Exactly. Um, okay. And uh, directors um, is Malcolm D. Lee, best known for his work with the, uh, with the Best Man, Undercover Brother, and Girls Trip. Producers. There's a lot of them. Um, Ryan Coogler, who uh, produced films such as Juice and the Black Messiah and Bitter Root. Uh, LeBron James, who's produced uh, things such as Million Dollar Mile and What's My Name, Muhammad Ali. Maverick Carter, uh, who produced such things as The Wall, Gap Year. And Duncan Henderson, who's produced things such as Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and Dead Poet Society. Oh, wow. You know? Oh, that's interesting. Maybe you might have saw them in the crowd. Who knows? Yeah. Um, the writers, also a lot of people. There were six writers, if memory serves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Jewel Taylor, who's uh, worked on such things as Creed Two and the cloned uh, Tyrone. Uh, Tony Ra- Mayer, uh, who's worked on such things as Cabarette and uh, The Light Thief. Uh, light, uh, the Light Thief, uh, Her Beauty. Sorry. Oh, Light Thief. Uh, Keenan Kugler, uh, who's worked on such things as Rachel from New York, Creed Three, and the upcoming Creed Three film. Terrence Nance, uh, an over, uh, who worked on an oversimplification of her beauty and random acts of flyness. Uh, and Jesse Gordon, who's worked on such things as Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And uh, Celeste Bar- Ballard, or Bayard, uh, who's worked on such things as Above Average Presence and Sweet Vicious. <sighs> A lot. The cast is uh, LeBron James, such uh, who's worked on such things as Trainwreck and Smallfoot. Don Cheadle worked on such things as uh, Avengers Endgame, Hotel Rwanda. Chris Davis uh, from Detroit and Atlanta. Sonequa Martin-Green from Star Trek Discovery and The Walking Dead. Jeff Bergman from Batman Returns, uh, Return of the Cape Crusaders. Uh, the Looney Tunes Show. Eric Bauza from uh, Ben 10 uh, Omniverse and DuckTales. And Zendaya from Spider-Man Far From Home and Euphoria. I just want to... Do a special shout out to Bob 
Bob, Bob Bergen, who was on our show. Episode 159. Check it out. Ah, good number. Um, so, and the release date was July 16th, 2021. Runtime, 115 minutes. The budget was $150 million, And as of recording, it has made $54.4 million in the box office. Which, again, everyone, it's a pandemic. <laughs> We're still in a pandemic. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score is a lovely 31% from 127 critics and 83% from 250 verified audience members. What was the audience score? Uh, 83%. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's always it's always lovely to see the kind of the disparity. The disparity. <laughs> I, I was actually, I, I'm glad you brought up the Rotten Tomatoes because I meant to look it up and I forgot. But in my head, I was like, I'm going to see if I can guess what it is. And in my head, I was thinking 30, like 35%. So 30, I was really yeah, close. close. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed with myself. No, and, and I mean, the first film also has a really low Rotten Tomato score. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah. And we a have, lot of those classic 90s have really low Rotten Tomatoes yeah. scores. And they're like gems. Yeah, and then Rotten Tomatoes has like an editorial that says like these are the movies that actually are under underappreciated movies. Um, I didn't know and that. then That's plus cool. we had Steve Rudnick on the show. So yes, we did. He wrote the first Space Jam. I feel so bad. Like I, I stumbled cool. on Bob Bergen's name because you just said um, Jeff Bergman, mm-hmm. and my brain was like Bergman, <laughs> Bergman. Bergman. <laughs> no, it's Bergen. Bob Bergen. Yeah, there it is. He was Tweety Bird. He'll 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 give us uh, a, a note when he loves Tweety Bird. <laughs> Love Tweety Bird. So now. We'll go into the complete spoilers. Now we can do our favorite characters, our favorite parts, and uh, we'll do our qualms, things that we that didn't resonate with us, and then we'll finally do our rating. So, Neil, what was your favorite parts, baby? Oh, man. Anything involving Granny mm. oh, my goodness. was just priceless. I yeah. also loved, uh, yeah, the, the Neo. <laughs> like, come at me, bro. Uh, I, she surprised me. Because in the first one, she's just a cheerleader. She's very, she literally, she says like to- a, a background character. Yeah, exactly. Um, she says to Stan, the, you know, the uh, Ned, mm-hmm. I can't remember the actor's name right now. Um, not, it's not, 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 it's not Bill Murray's character. No, no, not Bill Murray's character. The, uh, the big guy from- um, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park yeah, yeah. and- uh, who, gets, who, who gets flattened. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, she says to him, I'm a cheerleader. Like that's her role. And in this one, she has a- far more active role and she gets to be matrix she's the one she's the one and it's really cool too because when you look at on the whiteboard when lebron james is writing down his dream team Mm -hmm. he writes down trinity Uh not neo and i and i was like oh i'm gonna remember that that's so interesting why did he pick trinity not neo and then you see granny and i was like that's why that's why we see granny in that role he picked he wanted trinity not neo i was Mm -hmm. like that's cool um so really anything with her i thought was was sick I mean, I thought I, I really liked just the overall, I guess, like the the conceit of the film, where it's like LeBron James is going to have to go through and try to find his team. Yeah. But then Bugs Bunny is going to have this like dubious, like I I want to get my family back. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that the two protagonists of the of the film are kind of working against each other in that way. Um, it, it makes me feel like man, I would have want to live in that a little bit longer. Um, but I did like again, everything felt so like. Okay, I bet you. Like, I feel like in a in the pitch meeting with Algae Rhythm, they were like, "How do we make a new Space Jam?" I was like, "Cool, we'll just do you know same thing where he gets the tunes and they make a squad." It's like, but what if like we complicate it? You know, what if we do something else? Like, what if we want to grab other characters or like because DC has made a lot of cameos with Looney Tunes, and so they're like, "What if we do that?" That's like, okay, then they kind of like pulled the movie and stretched it into like, mm-hmm. well, now it lives in all these different IPs. So like, I did. 
like, I'm like, I kind of see where this movie was birthed from. Exactly. As yeah. not just like a cheap, like we can phone it in sequel. Cause that's technically Looney Tunes back in action. If you actually think about it. And I was like, With Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Which is a fun movie, but you know, it's not going to win any Academy Awards. Uh, but well, like it completely flopped. Oh yeah. Which is the reason we don't have like a Tony Hawk space jam, which they were going to do. It was called skate jam. Well, I mean, this is the first Looney Tunes live action since then. It is so the, they, fir- they, it they is the like, first live action. They were like, yeah, maybe we don't do that again. Well, literally, it was Space Jam, back, back in action seven years later, and then 18 years later, A New Legacy. That's it. Since 1996. Yeah. And I mean, I, like, to me, like, it feels good that like at least this had, it felt like they're, they're trying to put legs on this train and have it walk on its own. That's a really weird. Uh, like, uh, well, I, mean, I like trains with legs. <laughs> trains with legs are the only ones I'll ride. Now I can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like no. a centipede. Yeah, on exactly. track. It's, it's a monster. It's a, it's a, monster. a, it's a horror film. <laughs> yes. uh, Josh. Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, to that to that thought of like, you know, the Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes are interesting because people can say, "Oh, this is my favorite Looney Tune," and it's not always the the lead one. Like for mm-hmm. me, is Marvin the Martian. So mm. I mean, like with Granny, it's like you can only. You have so many characters, it's like you can only do so much with each one without like just jam-packing it with, okay, here's this this one's feature scene. Here's this one's feature scene. You know what I mean? So it's like, but on that note, I will say the the scene with Marvin the Martian coming up, I was like, oh, that's sweet. I, I have always loved Marvin the Martian. Yeah, Marvin. Makes me really happy to hear you say I, that. Like when I was a kid, I'd, I'd, I would work on the voice and then I also draw him. Like he just was always my favorite. Uh, can you do the voice? It's a hard one. <laughs> if you reference the the episode that we did with Bob Bergen, because he's done Marvin in his career. Okay. Um, did he do it on the Bob, episode? No, I did it. Bob directed him. And he directed oh, me wow. as, as Marvin. But Okay, well then I'll have to go back and listen to that. Yeah. Do that thing. Check out our jo- website. Josh can do the the catchphrases, but then yeah. the the voices, as Bob like, Bergen would say, is like you need to be able to like take a newspaper and and go to a random page and then do the voice. Right. And right. that's I, how he trained. That's how I he can trained. do. Where's the kaboom? They're supposed to be an earth shattering kaboom. That's really good. <laughs> but oh, I need man. to be able to say other things. Yeah. I'm blown away. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, seriously, this is real. This is real astonishment right now. I love Marvin the Martian, so that just made my day. Oh. That was something, it was that I worked on, and when Jim Carrey, wow. uh, in one of his movies, he does the double eyebrow yeah. thing, I worked on that too. Like, I just thought, you know, yeah. what kids do. He wiggles his ear. Well, I don't know I can't if he do actually does, but in uh, Ace Ventura, when nature calls, yeah, um, when he when he's hiding with the hippos mm-hmm. and his ears do the little <laughs> yeah, flap, I can't, I can't do that. No, 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 no. I don't even know if that was actually him. That might no, have been mechanical. No. But um, Tom, uh, other 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 favorite parts. I mean, I I I, I liked uh, I liked getting the idea. Like it, it always feels like a good heist film when you assemble the team. And so, like, I enjoyed that feeling, although I did cry on the inside of, like, oh, what are they doing to these movies? But, like, it was cool to see, like, where they would all fit. You know, where was their new homes? I mean, again, I really do like the idea of, like, with the whole Bugs just trying to find the team. And he's just, like, you know, like, I want to get Iron Man or uh, uh, Iron Giant. He's pushing for his, his fam. Yeah, um, but, like, I love the, the the dream team where it was, like, Superman and then uh, Iron Giant and then, like, Batman. I'm, like, yeah, this is a badass team. I would totally have this team. But then, like... Going to these other universes and all that stuff, and and how, how that all played out was something I enjoyed. I did, I did miss. I well, one thing I did. I loved they include the original Monstars. I loved just the like same. Yeah. And I was just like, because I mean, the Goon Squad's cool, but I was kind of like, uh, you know, like there was something so like primal. Like the Green Guy was my favorite. 
like the giant <laughs> spiky neck yeah. thing. Yeah. And then like the long limbed dude, like blue dude. And then, you know, and then like the really like ripped purple short dude. Um, and you know, they're all very like unique looking And here with the CGI goon squad. It gets a little muddy, but like I did like where they were combining with creatures and stuff like that. I'm like, eh, animal, animal is a of people like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I, it was cool. Like hot, like wet, hot was pretty cool. Yeah. Or wet fire. And I was like, all right, that, that, that's, that's cool. well, I mean, I, wet I fire was, was cool. I was thinking about it, like, because I think I saw a tweet that somebody was like, can we all remember that this is built, this mm. is for kids. kids, Yeah, sure. Not 30-year-old adults. 30-year-old adults sure. that watch the original. And it's, sure. it's thinking about it in that in that mental space of, like, watching through it again, and it's, like, the aspects that it includes. Like, kids today, you know, probably familiar with algorithms, and in a sense, like, have a, an idea, you know, CGI stuff. Um, social media, computer space, live like, streaming, live streaming. Like there, it's like this has everything. The modern kid probably is like, oh yeah, I know that. You know, and oh, it's yeah. not the. I think this is the first time that they did a. I think this is the first two D. Um, I forget what I read. It was something to the effect that. Um, this is the first two D uh, Looney Tunes in a long time as well, mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I. I will say there's one show called The Looney Tune Show, and I freaking loved it. It was pretty much like if Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck were roommates mm. in, in suburban America, and I loved that show. And it like got, an odd couple. Almost. Yeah, it got, and it got canceled, and I was like, dude, this is a brilliant, brilliant show. Anyways, what other favorite parts, Neil? Well, you took my Marvin the Martian. Right? I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, don't apologize. That. <laughs> we, we got the Marvin the Martian voice from Josh, and seriously, I, my year is made. It's all downhill from You're there. welcome. <laughs> um, is this, uh, are, are we spoilers oh, now? Spoilers, spoilers? Yeah. spoilers. Okay. Spoilers, okay. Um, I was truly not expecting the Bugs Bunny self sacrifice. Oh, it was and great. It was phenomenal, and I, I was sort of trying to process it afterwards and i i'm a little torn on not getting an explanation and at the same time you mean at the end like he's yeah, okay when he just says i'm a cartoon i can handle anything yeah. i can live there you know i can survive anything yeah and i thought on the one hand that's the best explanation they could have possibly given mm-hmm. and on the other hand i was like man i, I wish i could have had a little bit more but i'm an adult now yeah exactly <laughs> but the tension between those two for me well and this is Maybe why I love that moment so much. I mean, self-sacrifice in movies it's when it's true. done well is just—is yeah. that t- your thing? It just tugs at. You. Well, the, okay. the yeah. great yeah. thing was that like LeBron was going to make the sacrifice exactly, and then that unexpected self-sacrifice, and then but the thing is that the only person who's been acting selfishly so far has been Bugs, and so it's you do it's the save the cat, or it's like you get the person who needs the redemption to do the right. redemption thing, right. and like with Bugs doing that, like the moment I saw Bugs, they they le- left. They left on bugs on that frame yep. when they broke. Yep. And I was like, he's gonna do it, and and, and like it's something something kind of nice when you can rely on that stuff. Um, where you're like, oh, I know what's gonna happen, but like I can't wait for it to happen, and it's gonna be really great. Yeah, it's the it's it's the ineluctable conclusion mm-hmm. when you see, in that moment because it's it's sort of unavoidable, but at the same time, it's not predictable mm-hmm. before the moment arrives. And the reason, what I was gonna say about the tension between knowing what was happening and not really understanding how, like the mechanics of how, was that in my mind, there's this sense in which maybe Bugs didn't actually know. Mm-hmm. You know, he says, I'm a cartoon, I can survive anything, but then he starts glitching out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you and you're kind of thinking like I've made a huge mistake. Exactly. Like <laughs> like is Bugs thinking, 
I really might not survive this, but I have a better chance of surviving it than LeBron. Yeah. So I need to do this, not him. Yeah. I, I mean, just in, in my head canon, I kind of think it where it's like just because they're immortal doesn't mean they don't feel pain. Right. Um, right. And so, like, in that, and that to your point of like that little bit of unknown of like, because algae rhythm controls the server verse, so he mm-hmm. can literally just pop people off of their universe. Right. Um. So it's like that idea of like, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen if you get deleted. No. And, no. And, like, can a tune ever get deleted? And it might, it might say the message of like, well, no, characters are are forever. Mm-hmm. You know, in that nice. Da, 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 way sure. so well it's kind of like what you you've talked about with like the digimon versus pokemon universe of like the hmm. the death the, death the notion de- yeah death happens um yeah. wow i spaced i had a point did and you then jam I, I just jammed did you new legacy yep i'm <laughs> did you space I'm, jammed I'm a new legacy uh <laughs> shout out to john don Cheadle. oh like, i mean just like he <laughs> I was going to post a meme of like, look at Jim Carrey, look at Don Cheadle. What do they have in common? They're carrying the entire weight of all the performance right? <laughs> in these like IP movies. Well, can we talk about the 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 uh, actor dressed as the mask oh, on the yeah. side? I was just like, oh my god, how fun would that have been to just be the mask as an extra? He probably went, yeah, yeah, I will, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing where I'm I, here for it. I you have... don't even have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you're coming here. Like, you're like, I'm always ready. It's actually yeah, right? the craft services guys. It's <laughs> yeah, just exactly. like. We need a mask. I'll do it. Done. I'll do it. After 20 years, my time has come. Exactly. (laughs) Pointing out one of the, like, the side characters. I have a friend who works in the horror industry, and he posted on Facebook. 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 Can you you, Facebook? Can you word on on the talk show? My (laughs) wife was texting me that our cat got out, and I was like, ah, nah. Um, It's okay. It's okay. She's back in. Um. So there's like this nun in the in the background of characters, and this guy was like, "So a, a horror movie back in 1970s, The Devils, hasn't had a remaster, and all the horror fans want a remaster, mm. and it's on Shutter." And he's like, "You can't do a remaster, but you can put them in the background." Well, of- well, I think that wasn't that from the Conjuring universe. Could that have been. nun? That's it could, right, have it been. could have been. Well, so this is the, the funny thing where a lot of people were kind of. Like it's joke- very uh, identifiable where the nun in the Devils has like this black cross on the chest. Oh, okay, I didn't and know he's that. Like, okay. But anyway, yeah, well, that's I mean, cool. so that's kind of the funny thing where a lot of people are poking fun at this movie. When I I, I agree with it too, it doesn't mean it's it's void of entertainment. Of like, was this just Warner Brothers' way of like re? Re-find, like redoing their IP contracts so that no one else could buy it from them. Then I was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, holy shit. I mean, I did love seeing the entire giant like auditor or the, the court filled with all of the characters. So like looking for like um, Barney, looking for, uh, right. you know, you see King, you see King Kong and Iron Giant and it's just like, I want to see the other people. So, like, you see Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, and, you know, it's yeah. like all oh, that. I, I miss Space Ghost. Yeah, that's he's great. flying around. Oh, that's great. And, I totally missed that. And so, I mean, you see, like, I think you see, I forget the boys from Clockwork Orange, which is questionable in a kid's movie. Um, <laughs> it is. You see, <laughs> it is. You see uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, and then you see mm. Eartha Kitt's Catwoman. Oh, at, interesting. In the same place. And I was like, oh. you see DeVito's penguin. A yes, lot. you do. And that makeup was great. Yeah. They did a really you good see job. With that. Mr. You see Arnold's freeze. Um, so it was like seeing that stuff was like fun because it's like little eye catches where it's like, cool, there's something happening in the background where they weren't just like re, uh, like I guess reanimated, just like little cartoons that are just always moving. Right. It's like, oh, they're actually right. actors who are like, just go crazy. Even though maybe the second AD needed to be like, Tell them to be shocked at this moment because they were just always happy. I'm like, you know, their team's losing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was fun. Um, 
I think Chris Davis as Malik. Mm-hmm. I just Malik made it just cracked me up, especially like the crying scenes. Like, I'm not, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. Um, another thing. Um, I love the the aspect of because it really does modernize the the story of like Dom being into video games and like totally back in 1998, video games weren't like one of those things that like a a quote valid dream. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was just kind of like oh you you want to do video games or whatever, and it's like. But now it's like, no, that's that's a that's a valid thing that you could potentially go towards, uh, like programming or game design and all the game development. And it's it was cool to see that in that light, in the Absolutely. way they were bringing it um, into the world this way. And 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 the end when he he goes to the E three um, game development camp, it's just like, yeah, kids, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it it is really impressive that this this kid built this game. And like when I was seeing like just like in the scenes that it was, I was like, I don't know, how to, I want to play this game. I want to try it. Yeah, I want to check it out. Neil, yeah, anymore? I, no, I, I I was just agreeing with what Josh said. I I loved I loved that. I thought that was really cool. And kids now are nativists when it comes to technology. They're so smart. They're so smart with it. And a three year old can pick up an iPhone and like guess your passcode in eight seconds. And they are able to intuitively work with technology in a way that, you know, arguably no other generation, no, no previous generation has done. And so I love what, what you're talking about with that, because I, I, I think you're a hundred percent right. And I think that kids today have so many really cool opportunities in tech and in, uh, software engineering and in game design and stuff that, uh, you know, like, like I said, previous generations, uh, didn't really have that option. Very limited resources. Exactly. Like I, I remember my computer class that I had in junior high that was on like the old school Max with the with the blue or pink or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. Or, or like working on these these computers, and like you just didn't really think about it. It was just kind of like right. a, that's you have computer class, so you know how cool, to type well. Yeah. Right. Way to go, Mavis Beacon. <laughs> well, now it's just like kids can get into it. They can take advanced classes, go to camps. That on their iPhone it. now. Well, you yeah. Know? Like, yeah. There's something I think that happens in the film that they don't really touch up. They touch on it, but they don't go deep into it. And because I think there is this weird sense that like everything you'd like must be monetized. Um, and like, so your passions have to become your careers versus like, you just have a hobby. And like at the very beginning of the movie, we get LeBron James like playing with the Game Boy. And it's like, you can't be playing a game. It's like, everyone's got a game. Um, and it, you know, it, it works in towards where how he's kind of uh, enforcing this same thing onto his child. And I, I think, you know, I don't think LeBron in that timeline would ever become like a game developer because there was just like not really a pathway for that sense because game development at that time was like pioneering. Um, but now there is a market, there is a, that, that, you know, fuel for that. So if they ever do like a continuation, it, it, I think the idea of the fun kind of like gets muddied because it's also Dom's passion in his life it's not like something he just does for fun i mean of course it is fun to do it but it's kind of like you know podcasting it's done for fun but like it is a business at the yeah, end of the day was, for us i was just gonna say I, I love the reminder of that kind of even just life lesson it's like there, there's just like you're mentioning with us and nerd on it's just like i can even speak to times in the years that we've been doing this of like where there's been a moment where we've been like guys we gotta like let let we know how to do this let's like have fun, you know? And it's just like loosen up of like, uh, you're still going to learn the lessons. You're still going to keep, you know, there's still going to be kind of like a, uh, maturity isn't the right word, 
to it, but there, there's still going to be a focus to it, and there's going to be rules, so to speak, but you got to be willing to be spontaneous and just kind of like, just let it flow, man. Remember the, remember fun? Yeah, remember, remember fun. Remember, yeah, fun. remember fun? I thought that was really, I thought that was really cool, especially like with LeBron's, like they really established LeBron as like, he is kind of almost an antagonist uh, to his son's story, right? And he, he, the entire time he's having to learn like what fun is and, you know, you got to let them do them and you do you. Yeah. It's really hard for me to say do instead of be. Be them versus do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then like, and then he's like, so the best way that the Looney Tunes can win is them being Looney. And like, that kind of happens in the first film where like, again, I don't know what Michael Jordan's true arc is other than the fact that he doesn't believe that he's in the Looney Tunes world. Where like LeBron quickly is like, okay, cool, we're in the Looney Tunes world, but like fundamentals, fundamentals, fundamentals. And then the main arc with Mark- Michael Jordan's arc is that like he stretches his arm, so he like becomes a tune in that way. Mm-hmm. Like he never became a cartoon, like where LeBron became a cartoon immediately. So like it has a different story because like, you know, Space Jam was m- at first more of like a novelty. And now it's like, cool, well actually, how do we tell a story through this? Mm-hmm. Um, so any other favorite parts before yeah, we go on? I have one more. Yeah. Um, I thought you'd appreciate it when they were in the DC world. It was kind of like that DC animation. It was style. the Bruce Timm universe. Yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty mm. dope. But um, I like that. I didn't know this until because I'm not a a major basketball fan or anything. But I didn't know that sports programs used to kind of jokingly have this conversation of who LeBron would be, Batman or Robin. Mm. And I didn't. It's kind of cool to see them play that out in this. I did like how they at every moment they if they wanted to dunk on LeBron, they did. Yeah, they were like, "Well, what team is he on? Who knows?" <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, okay, okay." So like, it it, it was not all self serious where you couldn't like make fun of yeah. LeBron James. Yeah, but also those Toon Squad uniforms were so dope. You like those? I liked. Those. I like the original ones more. But yeah. I mean, th- these are cool and nice and colorful. They were like they were a modern both, update. Yeah, yeah, I I funny we're talking about it because I. I had like an internal conversation with myself about this. <laughs> I was that, like, cool? which ones do I like more? Yeah. But they're both so great. They're both, and they're both of a time. Well, yeah. yeah. You know? and, and it, I, clearly I think, modern, these I think ones. The, yeah. the yep. OG ones were so cool because they were like so the first of their kind. They're novelty, right? They're very simple. But the cool thing about these ones is like, they have color. They're vibrant. They're out. They're splashy. And right. it's like, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a cool team color yeah. to have. Yeah. Con- uh, Converse it, released a... Uh, a series for Space Jam, A New Legacy, mm. and it's dope. It looks oh, real cool. There's a Nike series, too. Oh, oh, just, you can Sorry, actually I totally buy cut you the, off because I was so excited. You can buy the new, um, the new uniform. You can buy top and bottom and shoes, all from Nike right now. Just, I, it is way too tempting. It, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by... No. It's just, yeah, yeah, exactly, it's just LeBron exactly. James landing into Toon World, and it's fucking just the, the, the Nike yeah. symbol. Right. Uh, this movie is brought to you by... <laughs> uh, so now all of the above now we'll go to the next two or the next segment where we'll do our favorite characters okay and since there's a lot of characters let's do top three top characters. three no differentiation if they have to be a tune or not a tune or whatever just top three characters who you liked uh, I think I can go first yeah do it um, I liked Bugs for sure oh yeah because he was devious um, and then Algae uh, Algae Rhythm's good uh, and then I will say the third character, I kind of like Pete. Pete, the little animated oh, assistant with, yeah. the, with the ugly teeth. Yeah, he <laughs> was, was so like, cute. Oh, God. Are you crying? There's no crying in the serververse. <laughs> I thought like, I thought oh, he was cute. Buddy. Yeah. Oh, buddy. He was really cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know they were really trying to sell that toy. They were like, <laughs> we have to make this a toy. 
And oh, those ugly teeth, though. I'm just, I just uh, love it where it's like something so cute. It's like so devious in these. I'm like, I like this. I like this. <laughs> Right, right. Um, me or you? You go. Me? Um, obviously, Marvin. Okay. Mar- Marvin, I love that. I love that he's in this. Um, I kind of liked Wiley Coyote in this. Yeah. He was really helpful. He was mm-hmm. super helpful. He's like a mad mm-hmm. scientist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, man, it's hard because it's like, I think I, I, I think I, I'm gonna go with LeBron. Okay, LeBron, LeBron, Brownie, Brown, Brown James. I enjoyed his, <laughs> I enjoyed his journey on this in this film of like, you know, I I can understand where he's coming from and his mentality of like his his career and everything of like fundamentals and like in these in these four walls is work. Um, but it's like I love that his journey is like learning because I mean sports can be a very spontaneous thing too that you have to be able to just kind of go with the flow but I, I i enjoyed i enjoyed it and you know just from a from a performance you know there are a few moments where i was like that is clearly a line uh that is clearly a sports guy acting <laughs> and then there's i did like, that, that, like the, the joke though he's like athletes doing movies it never turns out well and i'm like Gary Oldman is crying right now <laughs> like i just think of that, that skit it was very self-referential yeah I, I, we get to actually see the pitch meeting. <laughs> yeah. Where, where, you know, where character LeBron is like, no, absolutely not. But we know because we're watching this movie that in yeah. real life, real life LeBron was like, oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, we are was so like, doing this. How many zeros? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Alexi, uh, Neil, your favorite three characters. Oh, um, I've always been a Daffy oh, fan. Okay. And I thought Daffy was really fun. In this, um, getting to see him be more of a coach type character as yeah. opposed to the player. I did like when Algy Rhythm had the hoodie on when he was losing. Yes. I was like, okay. And when uh, Algy Rhythm plays uh, Bobby Knight mm-hmm. throwing the chair, I was like, man, that's so good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so definitely uh, Daffy. I li- loved uh, Dom. I just thought, I-, I actually, upon reflection, I think that his performance was maybe one of the most nuanced probably yeah. of, of the whole film. Um, and for such a young actor that says a lot, mm-hmm. I think yeah. he did a really good job, uh, with the script that he was given. And the, the, um, there is a little bit of a roller coaster of emotions cause he does just want to do him. And he's got this, like, he's got this focus that he wants to do. That's exactly. a modern, like as a kid, it's like, no, this is, dad, this is a legitimate thing. And let me do me. And he's Mm -hmm. going, he's going into this and he's a young age and you've got an adult that's going, no, you're amazing. It's like a giant celebrity athlete, celebrated person. Who's like, it's hard. It's a big shadow to like find your own path under someone who like literally has like a huge success. Yeah. Telling you like, this is how you do it. And you're like, I uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think number three, Man, there's so many good characters <laughs> in this movie. I liked that uh, Tweety Bird had a uh, a good role. Mm-hmm. I, th- I liked that Tweety Bird had a substantial role, which was also in the first one. Mm-hmm. They give Tweety a good amount of screen time, and I thought for someone being so tiny, you could. <laughs> what year is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could imagine them being like, "Well, we just sort of have to write Tweety Bird in at some point." Give him something to yeah. do. I love when but he the, gets the like the maniacal like moments when he yes, like comes out of the smoke. Yes. Like, ah! 
Uh, yeah, when Tweety Bird gets a chance to just own the scene, I love that. I when, love that. It's it's really satisfying when you watch a film that has a lot of characters and each person gets to have their moment. Exactly. And then, but then it does also leave in the room that like, you feel sad when some people don't, mm-hmm. like Granny being a cheerleader. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, intru- an, an omission. This is not a favorite character, obviously, but an omission was uh, Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, from uh, you, you know about that, right? In the new legacy, I actually don't know the story of why there's no Pepe Le Pew. So I forget the the actor's name, and I I, I apologize for that. But sh- there was a moment I think it was during the Casablanca okay. scene that he was going to be like trying to like chase after her, okay. and then she was like going to slap him, uh-huh. and then LeBron was going to be like, "You don't do that to women." Uh huh. And then they just took that scene out completely. Okay. So, and that was the only moment Le Pew had? I th- I think. I could only imagine. Well, I mean, there's also been kind of in the in the larger zeitgeist of the, the conversation of what Pepe Le Pew kind of represents. Sure. And him sure. and his characterization and all that kind of stuff. I did appreciate the including of Speedy Gonzalez because a Same. lot of people were like, they assumed that it was a racist character and many in the um, community um, were like, no, that's we have representation in, right. in cartoons right. like no well, that this, was this, like is, with this the, is good with the uh, I loved the inclusion of the uh, WNBA characters mm-hmm. because not just guys play basketball exactly <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean professionally with, like professionally and the, I know that in 96 the WNBA was not formed yet mm-hmm. but in the you know in the interim in the 25 years it's not only been formed I did but, not also, know that. but also grown a lot yeah yeah and um, you know so being able for, for young girls to be able to you know, watch Space Jam: A New Legacy and see themselves represented. It's changed a lot really in cool. twenty five years. A lot what, has changed uh, of of what can be represented on. Yeah, screen. no, I mean, I think, and that's the thing where I was like, oh shit, I didn't even mention Lola. Lola's awesome. Yeah. L- Lola's, Lola's awesome. Really cool. I was really kind of second guessing if I was going to like Zendaya or not, but like just the characterization, I think was really, really good and smart to do, just because like she's. Trained to be oh Amazon, and I was like, this yeah. Is bad. And I love that they they made that kind of twist of like she saved her friends, mm-hmm. which is an admirable mm-hmm. and honorable thing to do, and right. like being recognized. But then, for and, that. and she's the one that kind of slaps LeBron in the face. Is like we're just trying to be like you, right? Yeah. Where it's like we're trying right. to do all the fundamentals and not be tunes. And exactly. Like, even though you know she could do both, and that's kind of the cool thing where it's like th- there there is that. So, anyways, yeah. I forgot we the another favorite part was the Michael Jordan Michael Michael B, B. Jordan, Jordan yeah. uh, when it was happening. I was like, are they? They totally are. They totally They're do, gonna it. do it. Like They're no, the it. moment you I see saw... him from the back, and you're like, "That's Michael B. Jordan silhouette." <laughs> that's Michael yeah. B. Jordan. That's not Michael Jordan for sure. I just watched the Last Dance. That's not him, yeah. <laughs> right? So, um, so uh, qualmy qualms. Now we go to our qualms, and Neil, we only do two qualms. Oh, we only do okay. qu- so we two don't qualms. stay on the like uh, what things we didn't. Like. The qualm train. Okay, let Maybe. me go. Let me let me go last. Yeah, yeah. We'll show. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I want to we'll see how it's done. Um, so for me, uh, my thing, my my qualms and issues with it. I could just really see the reshoots. So there's the opening mm. scene with on the basketball court with the ball, which I thought was also a really funny gag. Ball, bam, gets hit with the basketball. Really good. But then there's uh, they they like. And Can it, you explain that? Because I don't. I'm not familiar with that. What the the, the reshoots? Like, well, like uh, there there was a second director. Like Malcolm D. Lee was not the first director. Uh, um, and he only okay. came in. And he had like four days to prep to actually do it. So like, uh, I mean, but it's also like to me, it's not all like uh, extensive reshoots, but you could tell they weren't shot at the same time. Mm. Um, so there's a, there's a moment in that part, which like so bugged me. And I just saw more of that happen where eye lines weren't right. Mm. Um, like, so there's a moment. catch that. So like LeBron is talking to Dom and Dom's walking away. He'd like, can't be great if you you, you you be a quitter something like that he says something but his eye line is just wrong he, like he's looking towards like the bottom right of the screen or bottom left of the screen and I'm like 
he was looking straight ahead. And so like, I was like, oh my God. Like, and so for me, like it kind of it became very apparent throughout the rest of the film that like they just had this moving camera that just kept plopping over. It's like, cool, reset, cool, reset, cool, reset. I'm like, just do a one shot. Like, I, you don't have to be all fancy, artsy, fartsy, but just do a one shot, man. Like, and just yeah. leave it alone. Like, there were so many cuts between that in that entire scene that I was like, of having the mom come in and with the daughter and being like, you know, dinner's ready. And then like the the shot, shot you know, between the boys and the LeBron and then all them together. I'm like, dude, you could have all done this in like three shots. You didn't need to do like five or eight. And I was like, dude. So like that kind of stuff happened throughout the film where it was just kind of like, they just would keep cutting. And I was like, you could just do this all in a long shot. Like have LeBron and 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 Don Cheadle look, looking at each other on the benches as a wide shot. And you just do like a rack focus between the two. And it's like, that would have been just perfect. But like, there's so much cuts where it's kind of like, it, it, it kind of, and this is, I guess, the second qualm, which is like kind of this over aggrandizing thing. Um, it feels like TikTok wrote the movie a little bit, mm-hmm. and not in a bad way, but it's more just like we're taking these vignettes of all these things and we're moving so fast that like Steve Yoon and Sarah Silverman don't have character names. They're literally known as Warner Brothers Exec One, Warner Brothers Exec yeah. Two, and it's like it's fun and cool to include all these things and all these people, but you kind of like. Uh, not, I wouldn't say it's diminishing and it's terrible, da da da, but it just kind of felt like, like, oh my god, we're moving so fast and we're having to establish so much. And I think Neil, I don't know if you know this, but like there was this quote unquote mandate that all Warner Brothers films during for this year have to be less than two hours. Mm, I didn't know just, that. Yeah, and that's why this movie is like one hour and fifty. It's fifty five minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, one hour. 55. And so it's like really irritating. I'm like, dude, you could have just two they, hour, they two hour, and they were like. Whoo! We just made it. We just made it. You could have just two hour and twenty the movie. You know, like give it, give us the extra thirty five minutes. Or, but you know, the, the yeah, there were some moments where I was like, oh, we're here now. Yeah, like when the game board came down to Already. like, oh, it's time. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and the whole like twenty four hours to do this thing. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna go back here, and they're not even gonna be. Tra- and, but you, but you think back to the original Space Jam, and you're like, that's also not more than two hours. And that's, but it's like, it's just a try to achieve less. Mm-hmm. And that's the weird thing that the burden of this new film has to try to achieve more. Right. Because it is a, se- it is a pro- proper sequel. Sure. So like, it, it, I feel, I feel for it in a lot of ways, but I'm like, man, you had to juggle so much. And maybe if you had just less to juggle, then, you know, I would have yeah. felt a little bit better about all the characters and all their developments. Yeah. So, I, I can, I can see that. Cause you're right. I mean, it, even what's interesting to me is that even with almost a full two hours, they weren't able to flesh out. A lot. Quite, quite all of it. You know, because the first one, like you said, is only like 90 minutes, I mm-hmm. think. But like, you know, you have Bill Murray and you have, you know. Uh, Larry Bird yeah. and Bill Murray together. Their their <laughs> chemistry is actually so funny when you go back and watch it. Um, and you have all that stuff going on. And you're like, that's all you needed? Because I think, I think for adults at the time, they're just like, cool, my favorite sports people are having cameos. Mm-hmm. And some and then, of my favorite comedic people are. Yeah. Are and then there. the kids are just watching something. But now right. everyone's a critic. Everyone's got a blog. Everyone's got a podcast. And everyone's right. got all this stuff. So like it's got to check. It's just got super meta. It's got to check a lot everyone's of Everyone's got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's got a, a D for this. <laughs> everyone's got a blog. <laughs> Making fun of ourselves. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, may, I maybe I got a hard D for Disney. <laughs> oh. Anyways, uh, you guys. Um. My eyes can only roll so much mm. at algae rhythm. Oh. I just, when they said his name, I was like, oh. But that's his name. I, I just, <laughs> I just. But that's his name, Josh. It's, 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 it's like Clippy. 
I it's just, a paperclip. <laughs> and every time, it, it was really hard for me to just like move past it through the whole movie. I was like, that's what you guys chose. Like, it's like, I, oh man, I, as would, a, would, I, I was like, want, come on, Josh, get over it. But it was Al G rhythm. It was like, oh, fuck. Would, would you want him to be Al Gore? No, I just to like, them. And, and maybe it wasn't. I mean, it's okay to like mention it like once, where it just like it's Al G Al rhythm, and it could have just been like Al for the rest of the movie. But it was just like so often it was like, Al G rhythm. Well, Al G rhythm is the algorithm of the I villain. No, <laughs> yeah, not sure if you caught that, Josh. Yeah, did you get that? Uh, Al G rhythm. You did get you it? The algorithm. Oh my god, I get it. So it was just, it was a lot of like in my mind going, I get it. It's actually Al, 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 because it's not algorithm. Algorithm. It's Uh, Al, Al, yeah. So uh, I had a hard time getting past that. And then, and I didn't realize until after the fact that I'm not the only one that views it this way, but I just felt like it was like HBO Max, the movie. Hmm? Like the first, like the first half was just like, it got, there was a moment. And I don't remember the exact scene, but there was a moment where it was just like, I was just in it. I was enjoying the movie, but there was a part of it where I was just like, this is just like, thank you for telling me what my subscription to HBO Max gives me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it was even like the color well, schemes of not. HBO Max. And I was actually like. Actually not. No? You don't get Harry Potter and HBO Max. Oh. You used to. You had to get that on Peacock. Oh, well, they damn. used to have they yeah. used to have all eight films, though. But you know why, so. right? Because the TV, the TV licensing rights has to go to NBC because that was the deal they made when the movies first came out because no it. one imagined what streaming was. Right. But that is in perpetuity that NBC gets those rights to stream it because it's technically a TV streaming service. Right. So it's like, oh my goodness. Wow. But like, so, but no, it's it's HBO Max, the commercial movie. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was a, it's it was, the servers. Yeah, it's exactly. the servers. Exactly. It's like, this is what you get. And the algorithm can help you, you might like. I, I did enjoy that there was a little bit of self poking of like, we have this algorithm that makes plans. Like, this is terrible. And they're like, yes, you're right. I was like, oh my God. Like, I think at one like, point oh. he even says, like, I know what you're thinking or I know what you, I, I see you. I, I watch you. And it's like, uh, oh, I watch you from the printer or the the, the water cooler and all that stuff. Because I mean, I know that this is this conversation has been done ad nauseum, but there are times when I'm just I haven't looked it up yet, but I get an ad for something that I've talked about, and I'm like, "But you said you weren't listening. You said you were listening to me. But I turned that function off. You no, liar. Baby. How do you know? How do you know, no, Neil? Baby, what you um, two qualms. Two qualms. My first qualm is very broad and that is that i found the plot very convoluted (laughs) there were times where i was like what exactly and the the, my two qualms are very related and the reason i felt that the plot was sort of convoluted is that algae rhythm was even though and this is I, i will quote the la times right now because i completely agree um in one of their articles about a new legacy they they said that uh don Cheadle was and i quote scarily committed and i completely <laughs> agree with that assessment because he was so committed yeah. to that role um so my 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 qualm is not with Cheadle himself but with algae rhythms motivation i i didn't understand why he was so upset i wanted to see more of that and so to tom's point they they had two hours but they still weren't able to unpack all of that and I, for me that made the plot more contrived and I wanted to, I really wanted to understand exactly where Algie Rhythm was coming from and why he felt so slighted because we don't get to see that. We see it 
like we see a slice it's of it. It's just like bad dude. Exactly. This well, is just he's a bad guy. But it's like the, no, why? The why way is he I'm, so bad? The way I'm going to explain it will feed into it. But it's also like the guy. The, the if we're to believe in this fictional world of Warner Brothers that an algorithm has created everything for them, doesn't get respected. Like, but you did create everything for them. That should be enough for you. But it's a his flaw is that he's you know arrogant, right? And that's it. That's literally it. It's all just arrogance. Because when they don't take his plan, he just wants to enact revenge against LeBron and just show that he's better than him. Right. But it's like, that doesn't get you, because I wouldn't say his motivation is respect, because he throws that right out the window when he challenges LeBron. Right. Because it's more about just proving how good he is. And yeah. Like, that's just arrogance. Yeah. So he's just an arrogant guy who created everything. Well, what I what I found, it's interesting that you point that out, because to me, it was not obvious that they were saying Algae Rhythm created Harry Potter. That Algae Rhythm created Batman and Robin and Superman. To me, it felt like those were intellectual property that are stored on the serververse, but that Algae Rhythm comes up with ideas based on whatever intellectual property is already there. So Algae Rhythm's coming up with new ideas. Um, so I, if that was the point that Algae Rhythm had come up with all these other IPs, I feel like they should have really hammered that home. Like he should have been like, I brought you Harry well, Potter. I brought yeah. you Batman. Well, and then I would have been like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, you've literally changed. I gave changed you these things you love. And, and yeah, to, exactly. And you've changed my life. And, yeah. and, and you know, and, like. And to that point, I think it's maybe a little bit of both where, like, maybe he didn't create those things, but he does create, like, the new ideas. Right. But it's like, we don't get to see what other ideas were successful mm-hmm. before. Like, he didn't say, I created HBO Max. I created. Exactly. All this stuff. And so it's like. We don't know what you really made. Right. It, if he is the one that made HBO, HBO, if he's the one that made Warner Brothers yeah. into what it is, then like, yeah. I made you and you don't respect me, that would be different. Mm-hmm. And then I would have been like, man, I really feel for him. But again, to your point, just to reiterate exactly what you said, he's just arrogant. And so I I want to have some sympathy, towards some empathy towards that villain, towards any villain, because it, it makes, for me, it makes them a more compelling character. So those are my qualms that I, I felt like because we don't get enough of a backstory for Algae Rhythm, it made the whole plot a little bit more convoluted than it should what, have been. What, that LeBron randomly got an email from an Algae Rhythm to come in to get pitched about the thing and then he gets mad and- Just feels he, a little contrived It's, it's very like, yeah. oh my God, everything Whereas, had, to, had to happen. in the first one, you understand, <laughs> in the first Space Jam, you understand two things. You understand one, that this is a Michael Jordan vehicle. Mm-hmm. This movie was made f- literally for- Michael Jordan. And then also you understand why they need Michael Jordan in yeah. the first one. You know what I mean? I, I Where, love it, yeah. Yeah, which it just makes perfect sense. Like, yeah, obviously. If you're going to make a, a the one kind of story, it right. has to all really fit really well. Instead exactly. Of like, yeah. It feels kind of hodgepodge. Like, well, of course, this could have happened to any... What if it was uh, The Rock? Would it not be Space Jam? Would it have been like Space Pump You Op? You know, yeah. <laughs> like they yeah. just do a weightlifting challenge well, instead? I mean, now we're sort of moving on. I don't know if that's okay, but they there were so many lost sequels that were supposed to happen. I know I mentioned one earlier with Tony Hawk. That's mm-hmm. the one that they had written a script. That sounds cool. They actually. they had literally written a script. He tra- he had to travel somewhere. I think he had to travel somewhere in Asia, maybe Japan or somewhere. And so he was like, "Okay, great. Well, let's let's table this. I'm going to go travel because I have to go do this thing." This was at the height of, of Tony Hawk, early 2000s. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the whole thing. And um, so they had a whole script written, or at least a a treatment. And um, so everything's going well. Then 2003 happens, uh, back in action happens, Mm. completely lands flat. And they literally, they ghosted Tony Hawk. Wow. Isn't that crazy? He he actually apparently reached out to them and they just never wrote back. But there are a ton of others. There was a, a Jackie Chan. 
that was supposed to happen. There was a uh, Jeff. Why Go- you got to hurt him? I know, I know. <laughs> I, I think it was Jeff Gordon uh, NASCAR that wow. was going to happen, which was going to be wow. race jam. Oh, there and the Tony Hawk was skate jam, and then there was going to be Chan um, jam. <laughs> There was going to be what was the fight other, jam? Man, I wish I could remember, but there, there were there are. Oh, uh, Tiger Woods oh. was mentioned. Clint Eastwood. I don't know what that one would have been. Make my day jam. <laughs> but there, there were going to be Harry Jam. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, Million it was dollar so jam. Right, you know? and it was yeah. it was so ripe for making sequels. But Michael Jordan was at the time so committed to basketball, and um, I did a little bit of research on this and. Apparently, it was about seven weeks in a green screen room for him. And he was just like, I can't do that again. I, I, I'm a basketball guy. Like, this was really fun. This was great. This was a vehicle for me. But I'm moving back on to basketball. Yeah, well, you know? uh, if you watch The Last Dance, that's, that's on Netflix right now. Yeah. And it was originally on Hulu and FX and all that stuff. But uh, it show, they, they have a, an episode where they talk about him being on Space Jam. And he would just invite other basketball players on set to just play with him. Yeah. Because after, in between all the shoots, he was like, I just want to play. Right. And everyone's like, yeah, keep your energy low because, you know, it's 12 hours. And exactly. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an NBA Do you know who I am? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Do you know who I am? I also was reminded of just the the powerhouse that is Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> oh, God. From the first one, the little guy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, <gasps> he's my jam. He's my space jam. <laughs> I was going to say. I love Muggsy. I was going to say, I forget, another honorable mention of characters. I love a foghorn leghorn. Oh yeah! I say, 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 uh, Neil, you go first and she had no votes. So we do it dramatic wise. So whoever has the most votes will go last. Okay. And what exactly am I voting on right now? You're, you're rating what you think of this movie. Uh, it, oh, I'm, I'm giving a five star basically rating, rating to. Did Space he Jam just Dance. say five? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he said it. It's on the record. <laughs> um, no. Uh, yes. So I'm rating New Legacy. Yes, yes right you are. Now. Oh, wow. Okay. I did not know I was going to be doing yeah, that. It's I hard. wish I wish I had thought through that one. It's okay. It's um, okay. Take your time. Th- work through the process. Josh hates. He's a part. friend, so we can put him on on the on, on the spot. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Oh man, that he's is, a stranger to me. I will is, always put you. On this the is re- this is this is really tough. Because can I talk it out? Yeah. Because I I really did. <laughs> can I come to terms? Can I come to terms with uh, myself? Um, <laughs> Holy no, Father. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Hail Mary. <laughs> Full of grace. Um, I. Uh, I did really enjoy the movie mm-hmm. as as a fan of all those properties and as someone just who you know loves animation. Grew up on okay, the, you're done. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> grew up on you know grew up on animation. Grew up on Looney Tunes. So I loved seeing all that. I loved being a part of that world. But ultimately, for me, I felt like the the plot and the script itself could have been a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I'm probably gonna have to say. And it, uh, let me let me before I say this. Is this in terms of like just my enjoyment, or am I writing it is like however you? Because like y- I judge or as a by... film critic, because that's very different. Well, so I do I do like a kind of median thing, right? So like I'll think of like let's say you know Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? Okay, I'm a big fan. I'll be like, yo, five, easy. Okay, okay. But then like my critic side is like, well, it could have been better at a certain points. So I was like, okay, actually, in all honesty, it would probably be like around like a like a four point seven, right? But then you could just do medium of the both. It's like four, then it's a four point nine, right? Okay. Um, however you want to do it. Maybe you just want to put your personal number out there or you want to put your critic number out there. Whatever you feel like you want to 
kind of be remembered for to put the number. Yeah, on. yeah, exactly. No, exactly. I mean, no pressure. Yeah, right. No pressure, but <laughs> I do, I do write it down. I make, make, make a list. Yeah, so. good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, whatever. Man, man. That's, that's that's really tough. Uh, can there? Uh, how, how nuanced can it be? Can it be a point something? Yeah. We, yeah. So like a four point two, four point one, or three point zero. We've even had we've uh, He's in a joking way four point two five six. Got like, it. Okay. Okay. I, I always round you, up. You, I, you do you. Then then this is what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, this is really tough. I'm probably going to go with do you, a, do you, uh, I'm going to create more tension. Do you want place. us to give Corey's number since he's not here first? I, I just not well, I don't know if do you want to get influenced or not, but then Come just on. like you mean just say mine. Just say it. Come okay. on. I'm going to go with a 2.75. 2.75 for the Neil, which I'm going to say is a 2. Point because and here's <laughs> so here's why. Here's why. Okay. Uh no, it's okay. No, yeah. Um you don't have to. <laughs> no, but he has to. No, I have to. For me. <laughs> it's not for you, Josh. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, for yeah. Me. it's for me. It's for me. Josh, you do um, the same thing. Because <laughs> because to Tom's point about balancing the film critic side with my enjoyment side, mm-hmm. if all I was going on was just like my enjoyment, did I have fun watching this movie? Probably be closer to like a 3.5. Mm-hmm. Um because I did really enjoy it. You know, maybe even as high as a 3.75 or something, but like the film critic side of me goes, okay, but let's temper that a little bit and let's think about the ways in which it could have been improved. You just said little Neil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Down. Down. Down, boy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so tempering that and sort of trying to balance it together, um, I think a 2.75 is probably pretty accurate for me because it is not a great film. Yeah. and uh, But it's a very fun movie. I typically put like a, uh, the movies are in four to five range. Like those are like you should fucking buy this movie. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So it, would, it wouldn't be a four. Yeah. Yeah. No. But, but that's just me. Everyone's like, turn oh, masterpiece. I was like, okay, whatever you want. And, and, and everyone's five point scale is different. Exactly. A hundred percent. So my, my 2.75 is going to be different from yours. <laughs> Please so. don't hate me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so it's, yeah, probably 2.75, maybe, th- maybe, maybe three, depending on the day. I'm going to say 2.8. Cause seven, five, you round up is a two. Oh, anyways, no, that 2.75. Yeah. Josh, you are next with the one vote. And I'm now I'm, now I'm wondering if, if my rating has affected Josh's rating no. or, or did no, you I have a, a number in mind? No, we're, we're actually required to write these down. Oh, you are previous. Okay. Uh, I was just curious. Cause sometimes the person that goes first, that's why I didn't want you to read Corey's to me. Judgment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause it can change your rating. You can be like, Oh, Crap. Yeah, yeah we're, not, we're uh, recently we we started like Writing committing because people vote for them and yes, conversations can sway rating, but people vote before we even say it on air. So I'm gonna okay. say it <sighs> three. Okay. okay, that's almost uh, almost identical. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I I enjoyed question mark. Uh, it's yeah, I I it's been a very long time since my rating has been below a four, but this one mm. this and. I do love the original so much, but this is not a comparison. There are a lot of, there, there, there are things like, this is a new legacy. So <laughs> it was just kind of like one of those things that, no, you have, you get to have new feet. You get to have kind of like a, it's been so long. Mm-hmm. You get to, mm-hmm. I think, be rated on your own scale. It did have its own, it did poke fun at itself of being a sequel and, and kind of like, there were, there was a moment where I was like, you're not going to draw you're not going to draw focus that this is okay. You did it. Okay, cool. Then I'm good. Uh, but there were there were moments where I was like, oh man, that was ham fisted as f. Okay, dad, <laughs> dad dab. Oh, I was like, oh, oh man, oh. I was I was all into the dad dab. I, <laughs> I thought was, that was not... I thought that was so funny. I, 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 was just, I mean, it's fun to see the dad dynamic and stuff like that. But also, it's just like it's also LeBron acting. So you know, yeah. um, it's it's an NBA player acting. <laughs> acting That's what yeah. it is. But Come like. On. 
and I haven't watched Trainwreck, but then I had heard how well he was in that movie. And I was like, what happened, baby? Um, so before me, let's do Corey's. Yeah. Because he's not here and he can't defend himself. Yeah. yeah. Let's and it. it's the same as mine. Three. Is it three? Oh, he was a three. T- okay, oh, so yeah. we're literally all in the same. Are we? Maybe I absolutely are. We maybe though? I'm being paid by Warner Brothers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm no. curious to see. Yeah, no. what's here? So me with the most votes. It's a three point three. So you're not. I mean, Whoa. you're unofficially the Grump. You're but not officially. No one, yeah. But me and Corey are tied for Grumps. But I was gonna say, but the average of all of us is literally a three. I mean, it's yeah. like right there. If you were looking at a Rotten Tomato score, it's in the 60, 60s, not even a seventy. Yeah. It's in the high 60s right. max Well, yeah, for us. And it's like, and for me, I always kind of think about it like that, where it's like, I feel like Rotten Tomatoes is tough because it's an aggregate and it's people saying yes or no. It's not a number. It's not right. truly a number. Right, right, right. Um, well, it's, it's also not a percentage of the movie they like. Exactly. It's not like, I liked two thirds of the movie. No, yeah. it's two thirds of the critics said they liked the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, to me, I'm like, yeah, it, it, versus us where it's like, it's about 60% good movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. Uh, so that means so, that Corey and I. No, I mean, uh, yes. Well, officially me. Yeah. Yes. Of yes. those that are present. Yes. So that means because you don't show up me, to the presidential, you're not a I, candidate. I'm also now realizing I completely misunderstood whatever the grump thing was at the very beginning. <laughs> yes. You're welcome. I had no, no idea what we were voting on. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm realizing now as I look back, I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, we're gonna need you to redo the whole episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so let me download the results. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> welcome back to Nerd on the Pod. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are going to uh, let me view them. Okay, so if Josh is the grump for this episode, shout out with one vote, uh, Easy Game Media voted for you. Hey, shout Spence. Out, shout out to Spencer. Them. Shout out. Um, and then for Corey, since he's also not here, uh, shout out to Dana P, Mitchell G, and Charlotte. Ah, oh, Dana P had inside knowledge. Yeah, of course, it's <laughs> cheating. Dana P with that insider information. <laughs> Dana P. That's insider trading. <laughs> Um, I, I do want to say, like, it was it was really fun to see the back lot because I because I work for for WB sometimes. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was cool to see some of the locations, like the gate that when he was talking to the guard, I was like, "Hey, I know that gate." Do you know that guard? I. Well, then don't talk. Yeah, about I know that guard. <laughs> we go way back. Who so said you? Who he lost? But it moment. was it was cool. Like just people that live in LA, it's cool sure, to see. Like sure. when you drive through Burbank, when you see the water tower, Absolutely. you're like, oh, "Hey, yeah. you changed the something logo recently." Something we don't get to do, and it's not. Let's not make a big meal of it, but. Neil, since you're a guest, would you want to see a sequel to this film? Yeah, I would. Would you want to do it like it's a LeBron story again? Or would you want to do like one of the the race jams and all that stuff? So I would like to see what it looks like outside of of basketball, Mm -hmm. I think. because But it becomes a little air buddy. It does. And and, and that was going to be my second point. I would love to see a sequel to this outside of basketball to see how Air Buddy it becomes. Because if they're able to steer away from from the Air Bud territory, where it just sort of becomes this insane series of sequels that are just mashed up one after the other, like if they can actually have some fun with it and find some some stars for it to be a vehicle for, because again, I think that's why the first one works so well. Um, partially because of who Michael Jordan is and was. But if they can find someone like that, I think that would be really cool. Um, that being said, I do think that the first sequel being to the very first one, that this one being the first sequel to it, it had to be LeBron. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who else it could have possibly been, truly. Sadly, it might have been Kobe. Mm. Maybe, but I still feel like because LeBron was compared to Jordan 
um, when he was like, oh yeah, a, when sense. he was like a, a freshman in high school. Yeah. Um, whereas Kobe was. People Mind knew you, he was. I know nothing. As a got it, he was almost it, yeah. a contemporary. Yeah, almost more of a contemporary. They played, you know, they played against each other. Um, you know, I think they played with each other on some of those international teams. So I, I think that there's just it's different because of the contemporary status and the fact that people from the time that he was like 15 years old, people knew LeBron was going to be insanely good. You know, yeah. whereas Kobe's uh, high school coach wasn't totally convinced that he should go straight to the NBA. And a year later, he was on the cover of GQ. You know what I mean? So it was like, he yeah. sort of proved people wrong. Whereas LeBron was like, I have to prove people right, mm -hmm. you know, and, and become the goat that Jordan, we all know that Jordan is and was, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I loved that, it, that they chose LeBron. Um, acting skill, don't even worry about that because yeah. Michael Jordan wasn't good, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm not comparing them acting wise, just superstar wise. Who else but, but Braun, yeah. you know, pretty cool. Nice. Um, so we'll wrap out a little bit. Uh, yeah. Neil, what, 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 where can we send our listeners to you? Where, 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 what are your social medias, all your stuff? Honestly, I would, D is for Disney.com, obviously, as just the website, and then at D is for Disney underscore on pretty much everything. Um, I would say that mostly if you really want to see what's going on, the best way is to sign up for the weekly email because mm. um, I try to send out, um, I try to send out an email at least at least every other week, but I, you know, when I'm really on top of it every week, uh, so people know what's going on in the like we said at the top, it's the, a lot, it's a lot. Um, but in, <laughs> in in the Disney verse, so signing up for that like weekly, biweekly email is probably going to be the the best way to keep in touch for sure. Because I also reply to all my emails. Oh, so. nice. Wow. Dope, 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 dope. Well, Neil, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for letting me. Come and be a part of this. this I'm honored. Be, this this was the last so one. fun. We won't make this the last one. No. Please, you please. Will be yeah. On again. I, this was uh, such a blast. I love this. Uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening or watching if you are on YouTube. Uh, we, the, the podcast audio wise, is on, well, everywhere podcasts are heard. That is the easiest way to find it on YouTube youtube.com backslash nerd on the podcast i learned is an actual thing mm -hmm. recently so kaylin you were right kaylin you were right and Caitlin, i am you were right i am putting myself shut up neil <laughs> i'm putting yeah no. that, val valid valid i deserve that i 100 percent deserve that putting myself on blast i corrected caitlin unknowing anyway nerd on the podcast dot uh, nerd on dot tv is our website for everything if you forget all of the information that we're spewing out go to nerd on tv uh, if you like what you hear today, stop by, rate and review, share it with your friends and family. That kind of stuff does actually help many people make their judgment call on whether to listen or not based on the ratings. So do check that out. Rate, review. It helps. Everywhere. Do it. Do the thing. But thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you all. Take care of yourselves. One last housekeeping. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NERDON at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code NERDON check that out and check out that nerd on nation it does allow us to grow and keep being the best that we can be helps upgrade our content all that fun stuff so check it out nerdon.tv backslash patreon and check out that discord nerdon.tv backslash discord but that's it that's everything you know that's the drill as always nerd, nerd on, on. Broadcast.